Welcome to Life and Transition Experts Podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode. Welcome, welcome. Hope you're doing well. I hope this finds you well. I'm Courtney Rollins, the Life and Transition Experts host, as well as the probate specialist for Durham County. So if you are checking this out because you're involved in a probate, I really want to express my condolences. Uh, I imagine this can be a challenging, tough time for you, whether this is something that recently took place or it's something that happened a while back. A lost person, person leaving this earth is not... Um, it's not an easy thing, so I, I, I want to express my condolences to you. I also want to be able to provide, hopefully, some type of value to you so that you can take this information and hopefully make your probate process or experience easier. We know probate's not fun. It's public, it's expensive, and it takes a long time, particularly in North Carolina. Um, and there's many other reasons to avoid it as well, but you're in it, you're involved, so you want to make it through. You want to make it through. Um, I'm not a financial advisor or a lawyer. I'm offering my sharing my experience and my opinion and you take it or leave it and hopefully um, regardless we'll be headed in the right direction all right so uh, let's take a look today we're going to look at some of those things that happen right after or after someone passes away that people may not be as familiar with particularly when we're talking about uh, let's see right here bank accounts so, you know, what happens to the bank account as someone passes away? And you see the note here is, wait, don't contact the bank just yet. And we'll discuss that as well. So what happens to the bank account of someone who has passed away? Well, it really depends on how the account is structured. How is it titled? Is this an individual account? Is this a joint account? Is it held in a trust? Uh, you know, so what is the, the structure of the account? If it's an individual account, then you won't have access to the only people who have access to it is court appointed folks such as the executor or the administrator of the probate if probate has been opened um if you do have account information and things of that nature and you're not the uh the executor or the administrator we'll call them personal representative for the sake of conversation for this conversation and you still access the accounts um just be aware that that's technically, you know, a little taboo. You know, perhaps you do have their information. You have their ATM PIN number and stuff like that. Do not forge any documents. Do not forge any signatures at all. Um, you'll have to go through the, the legal process to be able to get access to the actual account. If it's held joint, then whatever your uh, rights are as the joint account holder, you'll continue to hold that. If it's held in a trust, then uh, depending on the terms of the trust, it'll just transfer to the beneficiary of the trust. So it really depends on how it's structured. And there's some things that you can do. Again, the executor or administrator can access the account. And you're encouraged to also, as the, the personal representative, go ahead and open up an estate account. Most banks will allow you to open up an account. 
the estate of, so that you can handle the administration um, of the probate. So very, will make accounting a lot easier if everything is in one place. And um, so I highly recommend that. Now, if the, if the person has auto deposits, perhaps they have an investment or things of that nature, those auto deposits will continue unless the bank is notified. So they'll continue to receive those funds. But the bank will, some banks are having issues making withdrawals after the person has passed away because there's concern about uh, money laundering and other stipulations and regulations that have to be adhered to. And so quite often, or banks around the nation are getting tighter and tighter restrictions on what can be withdrawn from a decedent's um, party. Now, if you're a joint account holder, yes, you can continue writing checks and things of that nature because it's your, um, your account as well. Oh, I must say also, if I go back here, another thing to concerned about is how is the uh is there a beneficiary designated so or a um there are different names for it beneficiary there's a uh survivorship or transfer well transfer upon death is more for like brokerage type of accounts which is why it's encouraged um for us to use brokerage accounts as opposed to sometimes bank accounts because many of those have the tod transfer on transfer on death um, and if your account has that, then obviously the person who's transferred to will have access to it. Um, if there's a right of survivors, or not right of survivorship, but uh, if there's a, a designation of who the money or the beneficiaries goes to, then you can go to the bank, uh, show the death certificate, and they'll see on the account that it's supposed to go to a particular person. They'll write a check with the amount that's remaining in the estate and send it to, um, give it to that person. Now, I highly recommend, though, that because if you are going through probate or if there is a probate that you really wait till all things are accounted for and take an inventory of everything, all the bills that need to be paid and all that before you start uh, issuing it out and giving it out things. Because there may be some things that um, may need some funds to pay some the estate. Now, please note, it's very important that many funeral directors will often contact Social Security Administration to tell them to stop if you're collecting social security or if that person was collecting social security and the bank will uh, be notified and the payments will be stopped and social security administration from my understanding doesn't prorate uh payments so they may send you a full payment any money any amount that's due back after that person passed away could can be probated and have to be paid back um so if you're a surviving spouse you need need to be prepared to go ahead and pursue that allowance uh, as soon as you can Hey, that was supposed to ring a different. At any rate, okay. So um, just note that social that 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 the funeral director may um, contact the bank. In fact, I need to do a whole other podcast on there because there are times where people aren't receiving the funds that they need, or they assume they have to send money back when there are basically there may be money out there for you to support you or support surviving family members. If you are a family member that needs the funds, then um, they definitely make sure you're, you you um, are 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 filing the proper. Um, well, if you do need the funds, I would again recommend. That's why a brokerage is a lot more important because you can do a transfer upon death with those type of accounts. And yes, just make sure you know if you do immediately contact the bank, they may freeze the account. And again, you may need to access this before you get your letters of probate. Um, so just be aware of that, and, and that's why I titled it uh, Wait, Don't Contact the Bank Just Yet. Uh, just make sure you have your ducks in a row, uh, because once you contact them, they're more than likely going to freeze the account, which could cause a lot of delays in different areas. 
Now, if you need support or want to take a look at or just a little brush up, every Wednesday we have a probate workshop specific to Durham, North Carolina. Um, but hopefully, if you're in North Carolina, it does cover uh, the probate process in North Carolina. If you're outside, every probate is different, but maybe we can point you in the right direction, and it'll definitely be my charge um, to do so. Uh, so scan the QR code or go to estateproservice.com forward slash probate workshop. Yep, probate workshop. <laughs> and uh, yeah, definitely reach out to me if you need any support or want any help going through the probate process. We're particularly uh, skilled at the property and the stuff that's involved, and we have other areas that we support and help. So we'd love to help you. And until then, next time, I'll sign off like I always do, saying, let your light shine. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts podcast. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life and Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.